<laughs> no, no, no. We, we do need a new intro. We can't have bathroom talk before the podcast starts. All right. Let's see. All right. So what are we talking about today? Ah, uh, football. Oh, people are going to love this episode. Three, two, 33, one, zero. Danger. It's Saturday. Come on. I'm Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Saturday Morning Ice Cream Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. And this is episode 31. Ooh, that was good. That was my Super Bowl intro. I like that a lot. <laughs> actually thank you well you know we are here today to talk about football Mm -hmm. and the super bowl Mm -hmm. however that's all news now because that (laughs) was like that was like a month ago (laughs) but we figured we figured we would do this episode anyway we've got some things to talk about and discuss but uh before we get into that mike how are you doing i'm doing well doing well how are you Doing all right. I'm starting to get spring fever. Oh, that's better than the fever you did have. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But um, (laughs) yeah, I, I, I I, want to say this, and like, let's have a little, let's have a little dialogue about this. But um, you know, we we had our Christmas episode a few few months back, Mm -hmm. and then last month we did uh, the birthday episode, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um. But, you know, we, we put so much emphasis on the show when it comes to summer and fall, you know, but we never we never talk about winter. So just for a little bit, Mike, what is your take on winter? How do you feel about winter? You a fan? You not. It's interesting you ask me that because I was even thinking about this yesterday. I have I used to hate, abhor winter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I had the choice to uproot my entire extended family and move somewhere sunny and warm all year round, I would do it. Yeah. Um, but in recent years, in my I've entered my adult cozy phase in life. Um, <laughs> I have started to appreciate aspects of winter. I still hate yes. the cold, um, mm-hmm. but well said. I don't mind you know, the thought of a nice, warm, cozy night at home while it's, you know, frigid and cold outside, you know, inside with my fuzzy socks and a nice warm meal that I made for the family watching Mm. some TV and, and stuff like that. And so I can enjoy that. I can enjoy winter past the holiday because I'm all about the winter holidays. Love those. Yeah. The winter holidays are fantastic. Uh, would love for it to snow on Christmas. A gentle snow, though. I I don't like treacherous treacherous snow, where it's like (laughs) school's closed and you can't leave your house. Treacherous snows are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I've I've come slightly around on winter. Um, Yeah. It's still my least favorite (laughs) season. (laughs) I hear you, man. I, I feel the same way. I've really come around to winter, and I think it's because I, I, I see the benefits of it. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, I feel like life slows down a little bit in the winter. Like, when it is nice, it doesn't matter how busy I am. My family thinks we need to go out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I still got to do some work, you know? 
just because it's nice out doesn't mean we got to be outside but you know <laughs> in a way it does i guess so um i've gotten better about you know being willing to be outside more when it is nicer and not being such a stickler working all the time but mm-hmm. um i do appreciate that when it's colder out we're doing less right. which means i can kind of get more done like we've been doing house projects um these house projects i really feel like wouldn't be possible any other time of the year because we'd be busy like especially with where we're located you know being in the middle of both sides of family it's like we would be traveling you know go and see this side of family go and see the other side of the family you know um outdoor activities things we got you know it's just life gets way busier the second the cold is gone right so i enjoy the things i can accomplish while it's cold in the house um yeah. But you know, I, I love one of my favorite things to do, and this isn't every time I walk outside. Sometimes it's just like, ah, that's cold summer, you know. <laughs> but like just taking a big deep breath of cold air, you know. Uh-huh. Got your hat and your coat on, you just go uh-huh. ah, you just breathe it in. It is very nice. Um when when January came, I was actually taking walks outside because I was like Oh man. Yeah, I was like I bundled up, you know, like I'm wearing like a full full daggone outfit but like um i'm you know i, I walked it uh, one day i walked it was 25 degrees out oh no and, um, oh. <laughs> it, i enjoyed it i put some music on my headphones of course i'm bundled up and as you're walking your your body's you know producing heat so it really wasn't all that cold like the first 10 minutes i was like oh god it's cold but then like you warm up like i said um but i'm like man there's some beauty in the in the winter like you know like the way the sky looks and the way, you know, like if you get that frost, the way the trees and, mm-hmm. and the grass kind of glisten, like yep. I've really started to enjoy that because obviously you don't see that any other time of the year. Yeah. And so, um, you know, not every day I love in the winter, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I like snow. Yeah. I like I like cold weather. I like, you know, leaving the house kind of bundled up. But yep. Uh, it's the wind that will get me pissed off. Yeah. If it's, oh yeah. <laughs> if it's really windy and cold, I'm like, no, there's no reason for anybody <laughs> to be outside. Yeah. But if it's just cold, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I don't mind. I agree. I hate the wind in any season. I hate yeah. summer wind. I hate fall wind. I hate spring. What about wind. summer breeze? Breezes are okay. Does it's, it make in... you feel fine? <laughs> <laughs> um only when I'm rolling through the jasmine in my mind. I love it. Um, <laughs> that was poetic. Where'd you get that from? That's, That's... from the song. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know the joke, Mike. I started it. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> wavelengths. We're on the same <laughs> wavelengths. Um, but um, yeah, so like one of my favorite things visually about winter is like when you're, you know, maybe you're on a walk and you kind of see, you can see the smoke coming from people's chimneys or oh yeah or stuff nice. like that and it's like you you just know that they're inside all bundled up and warm and because yeah. and, and i love i love the the indoor activities right mm-hmm. like you were saying the fuzzy socks yeah. the blanket the the hot drink or hot meal like i i i really do feel like it is it is a time where you're like hey put life on pause right now mm-hmm. get your comfies on get your hot your comfort food yep watch the television or listen to your music or whatever you want to do read a book like i feel like that's just like because if it was sunny out and even if there wasn't someone saying like you need to get out of the house we got to you feel like oh i should probably go run that errand now yeah you know or, like you feel like you you're supposed to be out like you have no reason to stay inside 
but it's like in the winter like you know you have to stay inside it's cold and when and like when else are you going to um enjoy like a crackling fireplace you know that like i love that i've only used ours twice this year but because it's so damn expensive to use ours is a natural gas fireplace yeah so like it's just bleeding money (laughs) literally burning money yeah Um, but um it's like but when you can't do that during the summer you can't do that during the spring you can maybe do it in the fall but not in Oklahoma. It's still pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it. It becomes winter when you finally are able to yeah. <laughs> to use it. Yeah. Um. So like, I I've definitely come around on like the visual. I I'm like in such a comfy, cozy, like phase of my life right now. Like I am too, man. Like I'm just letting it all go. Like, yeah. I don't care about how I look <laughs> or you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about the sweatpants version of life right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's nice. I've traded in all my <laughs> jeans. <laughs> I th- I've I've really that's it's interesting you say that. I've been thinking like you know, because I've been wearing some jeans lately. You know, sometimes I wear pants. Um, and I was just like, when 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 should I stop wearing blue jeans? Like I don't know if you ever grow out of them, but I I, hmm. I know like maybe I should make the switch to just pants. Like slacks. Would my legs be? Because you know me. I, ever since you've known me. <laughs> I've wore the skinny jeans mm-hmm. and in college they were real skinny. Yeah. They were like leggings. They were like gloves almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like tight gloves. <laughs> I know I confused a lot of my friends back then. Um, but yeah. And then I've, I've not given up on the, the skinny jeans. Um, they're not as tight. You know, I can, I can walk in them now and I can breathe. Are they comfortable? Um, like, do you enjoy wearing them? <laughs> Not anymore. That's what I'm getting at. I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I know they look cool, and and I hear they're out of style now. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: don't take kids' advice these days because they're wearing the same crap we wore when we were kids. Oh yeah, and it's hideous. The '90s is back in a big way right now. Yeah, and I'm not enjoying it visually. It's like the worst parts <laughs> of the '90s too. Like yeah, but that's some... what I'm saying. Like you're not even taking the good stuff yeah. away from that decade. Like. <laughs> Bring yeah, back the doilies, the doily dresses. <laughs> yes, which I guess you know maybe that was from like another time period that just kind of carried over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I think about wearing pants sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. like, could I find cool pants? Could I still be cool if I just wore pants? Mm-hmm. So, if any of y'all are out there are pant wearers, you know, let me know. What are you wearing? Are they chinos? Are they slacks? Are they khakis? Are they? Well, you know, I had a real I had a realization the other day is like I work from home now. So like I'm yep. home ninety five percent of my day. I don't clothes have, are optional. It, right. It's like who am I really <laughs> trying to impress? But then I realized my kids' memory of me is just gonna be this slobbing father oh, figure. Oh no, I never thought in, about in that. sweatshorts and big t-shirts and uncombed hair and unshaven face it's like i don't want that kind of memory for my kids so i actually have been wearing jeans and like a shirt and my work got us um really nice patagonia jackets for like our christmas present a few years ago and i've I've always wanted a patagonia they're nice man it's just like a a a fleece thing and so like I've, i've been wearing that around the house like i i'm I feel like I'm more put together. You gotta show me what it looks like. I want to see you wear it. I think that looks nice. Yeah, I can go get it. I don't. It might be do a little fashion show for me. Uh, let me be. I'll be right back. All right, I'm gonna keep everybody entertained. So, all right, guys, here's what happened. Recently, 
we had the Super Bowl, which is what we're going to talk about today. And I know some of you are not excited because maybe you don't like football, maybe you don't like sports. But we're talking about the, just the cultural impact of this. So anyway, the pop culture, right? And, you know, a few weeks ago is when it happened, but I got sick. That's right. I took ill. My family contracted the COVID virus. It was not fun. Did not enjoy ourselves. So we were not able to do this episode. And I don't know how much Mike is hearing right now because he's left the room. Um, he went to go get the Patagonia shirt so I could see him try that on. Um, but I figured I'd at least tell you why we're talking about the Super Bowl so late. I'm sure we'll rehash this again. I apologize for that. But he left the room. I really don't know what else to talk about right now. It's just kind of how it is. But yeah, I don't know where this sweatshirt he has is. Oh, there it is. There he is. Oh, man, it looks so good. That's what I wanted. That's the same one I wanted. Ours has this little, our company logo on it. You could scrape that off, couldn't you? Uh, I wish. It's it's <laughs> embroidered. Oh, it's embroidered. Oh, wow. I can't believe they bought like a $200 fleece and embroidered on it. Actually, these are not um, the super expensive ones because I got Heather one and it was only like 50 something. What? Where'd you get it? Um, there is a store in Edmond called, I can't remember. God damn, I ran up the stairs. <laughs> um, trying to not sound out of breath. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's kind of like an adventure outdoorsy type of uh, establishment. And they sell a lot of like camping gear and stuff and they have Patagonia stuff. And um, the one I got her was like 58 bucks and it's the exact same as mine. Oh, I need to get here, here. Here's what's funny. I and this is me trying to become an adult. I want to be an adult. I really do. I, <laughs> I want to wear clothes that are nicer than just a black T-shirt and blue jeans. Um, and I just haven't figured out what adults should wear. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, I resonate with that. Right. You know, we're home all the time. Like Lydia is going to start school soon. I have this vision of me getting her up in the morning and getting her ready for school, and then I drive her to school, and I'm wearing, you know, I could I could go shop at Target right after dropping her off. I'm not gonna be in sweats, right? You know, I want to look like a dad who like has a place to be, right. even though I'm just gonna go right back home. Yeah, no, God willing, I'm still freelancing then. But you know, you yeah. get what I'm saying, like 100. Because there's been times where I've gone to go pick up Colt from school and realized I needed something from the grocery store. And I'm like, well, shit, I got to go back home and change clothes. <laughs> so I can go buy bread. <laughs> so I can go to the grocery store with my kid. It's like, I don't even have shoes on. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I full transparency. I'm wearing exactly what I slept in last night. I just put a hat on. Because <laughs> we're doing this podcast early. Yeah. Earlier than normal. Yeah. Actually, we're right on time now. You and I had a nice gab. <laughs> for like two hours before we started recording. We had to warm up. I like our pre-show. We do. We, we don't see each other, you know, and, you know, I've missed you. I missed you too. I'm glad you're alive. Glad, Thanks. Glad you saw Yeah, it was scary for a little bit. <laughs> I lost my taste. I know. Is it back 100%? Or oh, yeah, man. I had good. some ketchup yesterday. It was quite delicious. It did not taste like acid. I was telling Heather, I was more worried about your taste than like your health. Yeah, and like, because like, I was too. <laughs> that's like, what's your point of even living <laughs> if you can't? I know, eat like, pizza? like, if I can't enjoy food, if I can't have tomato products, yeah, like, they're gonna taste like alcohol. 
Like, not like yummy alcohol, like rubbing alcohol. Are you the only one that experienced that? Or did Brett? Brett and I had it. And we think Lydia lost her taste completely because she didn't want to eat anything for days. Wow. Which was crappy. Yeah. But, yeah, I filled everybody in just a little bit. We caught COVID. My daughter picked it up. She brought it into the household. And we got it. Yeah. After years, two years of avoiding it. Like, I worked the height of the pandemic (laughs) in the public eye at a Home Depot four days a week. For the first year of this crap, yep. never caught it. Yeah. Then you know, and we didn't even have a vaccine then. <laughs> we didn't have a vaccine back in my day. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, but we're good now. And like I said, this is a Super Bowl episode, so yeah. um, you want to get into it? Actually, I wanted to tell you one thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. F- f- feel free. I watched a horror movie recently. <clears throat> Surprise. What? <laughs> so we're going to do a little mini scary movie ice cream night episode. All right. Well, um, let's hear it. Actually, it, it was it was fun. Um, I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix um, the other day. Have you seen anything on it? No. I, I, I knew it was out, but I hadn't, hadn't seen a preview or anything. It was fun. It was like, you know, I feel like everything's got, you know... A little bit of a political aspect to it and it, but once you got past all that it was just a fun um slasher movie and like I, and it's short too it's like an hour and 27 minutes so like um, oh, i love short movies yeah i actually <laughs> thought it was going to be a tv show i thought it was going to be a series but i when i saw that it was just a movie i was like oh yeah and then it was only like less than an hour and a half long i was like hell yeah i'm i'm down for this so i watched it like one night before bed and it was just fun. It was fun to kind of like just kind of lose yourself in a movie again. And like it wasn't scary or anything like that. It wasn't even overly, you know, bloody or graphic or anything like that. It was just, um, I don't know. It was just nice to watch a horror movie again. Yeah, <clears throat> that's awesome. Yeah, I, it's funny. Like, I feel like I I, I don't know. I, I used to be able to just be like all the time. But now I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I kind of just like them more in the fall now. I don't yeah. know. I, in the I, summer. I should. I always want to watch Friday the 13th in the summer. I should walk back and say that it wasn't um, gory or graphic. There were there were definitely, I mean, he's attacking people with a chainsaw, so there was definitely some gore. Um, yeah, I mean, someone might get hurt. Yeah, and it wasn't a perfect movie. There was definitely some flaws in it and kind of weird choices, but um, I don't know. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. I know I know Brett and I would would definitely watch it. Um we've been watching Cuphead on Netflix. So have we. So like my kids love Cuphead. And yeah. they watch it every night before bed and we were watching it all day yesterday and it's like I can't tell you how many times we've watched those same 12 episodes or however many. Yeah, we're on our second watch through and we're almost done with it. Yeah. It's re- the it's, animation is beautiful. It's actually I mean it's a good show. Like yeah. I so one of the I used to be heavily into the video game world mm-hmm. and um, of course I've, I've played Cuphead I've, I've been trying to do a perfect run through that game and I'm about two thirds of the way done with it mm-hmm. uh, but um, you know like I used to follow all the video game sites and did reviews and there was one site I don't even remember who it was but like they gave the cartoon like a really crappy rating and I'm mm-hmm. like what are you talking about like honest like be honest like we are talking about a cartoon for kids Mm -hmm. 
based loosely on the video game. Yeah. Like the only thing that really is has anything to do with it. It's just like even conceptually, it's a little bit different than the game. But like you know, it's it's the imagery, and yeah. it's just like like. You guys look like a bunch of jokers out here giving this cartoon a crappy review and you know not to mention all the other video game reviewers gave it a really high rating so i'm like nah i know you guys are just trolling yeah um but i think the show's fantastic it's hilarious mm-hmm. is it the best cartoon i've ever seen in the world actually maybe i mean like visually it's everything i ever could have wanted in a cartoon mm-hmm. like it's taking the best parts of like the rubber hose animation to mm-hmm the really beautiful backgrounds that you would see when you're watching uh, Snow White. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it is a perfect... And it's it kind of has this awesome 90s kind of flair to it when they're intermixing some of the 3D worlds that they yeah. built, like the yeah. graveyard, like, in the house, and where I'm like, this is stuff I feel like you would see, like, on an MTV cartoon or a Nickelodeon cartoon totally. late at night, you know? Yeah. So, mad, mad props to them like taking it for from a game and turning it into a show and the show just i mean it rocks it's yeah. so good i i feel like it's like pretty like seamless like yes ha- it, i mean it feels like it's a an 11 minute cutscene from the video game like you would watch that and then start playing the video game well, and that's it's crazy to say that because the video game I always thought looked like a cartoon. Like oh, it, it does. Look yeah, like a absolutely. Video game. Yeah. But, you know, what What I love is, is like, you know, you could so easily be caught up in like, OK, well, we got to tell the story of the video game. Like there's like there's probably it's there's a overall arching story. Mm-hmm. But like there's maybe three episodes that really kind of like go in heavy on the storyline. Mm hmm. And at 12, you know, more than half of it are just like, this is just good, fun, cartoon fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that episode where the baby ball gets dropped off oh. and they're just like, oh, I guess we're going to watch over this. Ba-. I mean, it has nothing to do with the video game. It has yeah. nothing to do with the storyline. But it is hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And you're like, I get to just enjoy these characters this world and environment and not worry about oh it's not true to this level or this i mean like you know throw all that out the window it's just a good i and i'm saying this if you haven't even played the game you don't have to oh just watch the cartoon it's awesome i've never made it past the first level or the first most people haven't (laughs) you know Um, what i mean it because the game's the hardest video game you'll ever play it's yeah heather um she's gotten pretty far but she's like a diehard gamer so um, yeah but um yeah so like the baby bottle episode is my kids favorite episode i think because it's the one that lydia always, loves that one always, she thinks it's hilarious yeah they always ask to watch that one but um w- when i knew that this uh show was something special was when i put it on and like colt and coda both got up in front of the tv during the intro credits they were singing along to the song and they were also acting out what they were seeing on TV. So like when Mugman does like that, and they both fall (laughs) over at the end, they would both do that. And I'm just like, so adorable. Yeah. And it's just like, that means this is really resonating with them. It's not just something mindless that we put on like, you know, the millions of YouTube videos that they watch, like they're actually connecting with this. And yeah, I was like, this is special. 
That yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Lydia loves it. She asks every night, "Can we watch the Cup Show?" Cup Show. <laughs> of course, we can watch Cup Show. <laughs> but she calls everyone Mugman, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, see, or like Cup Man. She'll even say Cup Man. I'm like, no, it's Cup Head. Mug Man. <laughs> well, Colt has been waiting on this show ever since it was announced because he used to watch us play the game and he got super into it. He loved Cuphead back from the game. Yeah, just Lydia watching loves watching me play it too. Yeah. She'll even ask her, she's like, Dad, can you play Cuphead? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I used to just put. Cover your ears, gonna be swearing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to put up videos of people doing like long plays on YouTube just so he could watch somebody else play and actually get past the first level. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not gonna see me do this. <laughs> He's like, whoa, there's so many more characters in this game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But um, so like when I first heard that it was announced, uh, I told him about it. And so it was like for the next year and a half, I feel like it's almost been two years since it was. announced. It's been a while since. They yeah. Announced he's like, it. when's the Cuphead movie coming out? When's Cup? And I was like, well, it's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a show. It's he, he's like, can we please go to the movie theater to watch the Cuphead movie? And I'm like, it's good. like, you don't understand, you idiot. It's a cartoon. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I highly recommend it. If yeah. you if you I mean, I, I think if you're listening to this show, you would dig it. Like it, it just it hits a lot of sweet. I don't know, high points in the animation world mm-hmm. of the yesteryears and, and totally. And, and it's so modernized too, like the over-exaggerated facial expressions and things that you see like in the new Mickey Mouse cartoons and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of, it can annoy me sometimes because I'm just like, I just feel like everybody's trying too hard. But at the same time, I'm like, it's just so funny. Like when they make these faces that yeah. almost look off character model <laughs> so much, you know, like it still cracks me up. Like it's it's yeah. pretty funny. I love it. I love those type of facial. They do that really well in the show. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's called Gumball. Um, it's on. Oh yeah, Continent. yeah. They do it so hilariously in the show. But I do not like it in the Mickey show because Mickey to me is always going to be the '90s animated Mickey, where he's like very pure and like this almost <laughs> feels like Ren and Stimpy Mickey Mouse sometimes. And I don't it does. I don't it's like very it. grotesque at times. Yeah. And I was like, this is not it's it's really funny though. Like I the amount yeah. of times I audibly laugh out loud <laughs> at the humor and the jokes. Like I mean my sides have hurt watching the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. I really only I, have experience with the Halloween one, but I have seen some episodes from the new one, and like I just I can't get past how how creepy it is sometimes, especially Goofy. Is. Goofy can get kind of scary looking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well let's talk about football. All right, well I'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah, this is the part where Mike exits football. Show. You say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as I explained, we are talking about the Super Bowl. And here's 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 a little comfort. Now, your boy, myself, um, one of the boys, right? Because um, Mike's also your boy. Um, <laughs> I love me some football. But I will give you some context as to why I love football. But it's still, I wouldn't say it's new to me. Mm-hmm. But you'll get what I'm saying when I explain it. Mike would probably be more on the casual, occasional side. The Super Bowl is definitely for someone like Mike. Um, and so if you feel that way, you know, maybe it's something that's on because your family watches it or your spouse or, you know, you, you just want to see the commercials or mm-hmm. you recognize the cultural significance around this event, then we're still going to keep it pretty surface level in that sense. So yeah. 
you know, I'm not going to blow anybody's mind away with facts and stats or anything like that. So you're not going to get bored, but we're going to have some fun. And I've always wanted to talk about the Super Bowl. My only regret is I wish I didn't get sick because, <laughs> you know, it's like it's kind of weird talking about it'd be like it'd be like doing a Halloween episode uh, in May. Right. Or no, not even May, in December. Like, it's like, we just had Halloween. Why are you talking about this now? I get it. But, but now we at least, we've watched the Super Bowl, so we can at least comment on- Yeah, so we, on, can, we, can even, yeah. we can even comment on this year's yeah. game. Yeah. So, uh, with that said, we're gonna get into it. Monday night. All right. Super Bowl talk right now. So, uh, Mike, what are your general consensus about the sport of football and the Super Bowl in general? Um, of all sports. So, like, when I was younger, I played baseball. I did play football for one season. Um, I feel like sport uh, sports ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. We got to stop the show now. I can't handle don't you be coming in here with oh, sports ball. Like, you're not funny. It's not a funny joke. It's been around forever. That was legitimate. <laughs> I almost did it. I feel like football is the sport that I more um, gravitate towards in, in terms of, like, wanting to watch it. Um, even, mm. even though I played baseball for much longer, I almost feel like watching baseball is kind of boring. Um, I feel like more, yeah. more happens in football. Um, oh, for sure. Because like in baseball, like everything's all spread out and you're just watching the ball go to like maybe one or two people. And like, it can be exciting at times, but like football, you've got, you're, you're like down in the, you know, on the field with them with all the cameras and everything that they have now and yeah. the drones. And it's like, you, you're, it's like a whole team working together to get the ball down the field. And it could be pretty exciting. And mm -hmm. also, um, I have such memories of like, you know, commercials and stuff from our youth of like everything was so tied to football. It was like product placement yeah. and commercials. And then like you had, I don't even remember who it was exactly. Was it um, Billy Ray Cyrus? But it was the guy who's like, are you ready for some football? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know that? if it was Billy Ray. It may have been Alan Jackson. I don't know for sure. Yeah. But it's uh, some that country. Monday night football theme song was yeah I still was, was think of fantastic that. and um I don't know I so like I <laughs> this is gonna sound a little weird but I prefer I I love the pageantry of football yes no say it <laughs> like say all, it, all of the stuff that, that comes along with it like you know yes the the, the you know all the visual stuff that comes yes, along with it. it's just the actual watching of the game <laughs> yeah well, okay, but like, let's let's think about this for a second, though. Like, football is attached to so many really cool things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think part of the reason it's so special is because um, it does come at a particular time of year, and that particular time of the year is, for the most part, the fan favorite. Mm -hmm. You know, for for most most people, you know, uh, living in the U.S. at least, you know, I, I understand that um, in Australia it's a different season <laughs> when mm -hmm. we have football, but fall. Right, fall is so heavily tied to football. So are just snacks, yeah, junk food, soda, mm -hmm. chips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
um, community. Like you, you know, whether it's just your family in the house watching the game, or you've got your aunt and uncle coming over, or your cousins, or whatever. I mean, there's a lot to be said. Like football really does have some pageantry around it. Yeah. Um, the Super Bowl specifically, and we'll talk about that more later on. But the Super Bowl really is um, accessible to really anybody because it offers so much more than what a regular football season game would offer. Yeah. So, you know, while I'm sweating it out for, you know, 13, 14 games a season that are done, you know, in a particular formula and way, people who just tune into the Super Bowl, they think like, oh man, this is a big event. And it's not, it, it, it is, but it's that one time. Yeah. Like, so even the Super Bowl itself is very, very special in the world of, football and in the world of culture well i like what you said about community because it really is it's like there are people and it's like it's just a given it's like there are game days especially like in oklahoma and i'm sure it's especially in college college football football. yeah yeah where it's like you know you might go to a baseball game as something to do but it's like right on game day on football game day it's like that's all you're doing it's like your week yeah. revolves around football game day yeah well it, it okay so to break it down you know like i i'm the same way i grew up playing baseball i played it for probably six or seven years maybe eight i can't remember but it was a good while yeah and then i played football so this is where kind of my football background comes in i did play football i played it for uh four or five six years what position did um, you play? You know, it, it changed every year based on how I was working out. Mm. Um, you know, like if I was if I had put on a lot of muscle, then um, I would move up into a different position. But if I was a little bit leaner, then I would be doing things, you know, like wide receiver or, um, you know, playing safety or something. Yeah. So it really depended on how what type of workouts I was doing. And, and sometimes and this is the crazy thing about high school sports unless you're just a really big person i mean just like you know whether that's wide or tall for the most part you could be made into any type of figure after the fact like now Mm -hmm. obviously i'm you cannot build me up to be a lineman you're not going to make me 300 pounds if i'm walking in you know to to school at 140 Mm -hmm. but you could build me up to be 170 pounds you know, of muscle and I could play a completely different position or you could keep me lean and I can play it. And and I just work on the quickness and the agility of myself as opposed to the, the heft and the sturdiness. So yeah, I played lots of different positions and, but my senior year I did, um, I played more, uh, I played on defense. I was almost always a defensive player. Mm -hmm. A couple of times I was an offensive player. Sometimes I was a wide receiver um, and then I always played on special teams, mm-hmm. which is basically your kickoff teams. Um, so, you know, I was never like full transparency. I was never as athletic. Like, you, you know, there are people who are just like kind of like how you and I are born kind of artists. Yeah, we've worked our butts off and we've practiced a lot. But there is something extra that I think we were probably born with that really put us on the path of like, you're an artist. Right. And that's like, you see things differently, you do things differently. Like we could all go to the same school, we could all be trained up on the same apps and programs, but you're gonna be able to tell the difference between someone who was gifted with it and someone who, you know, maybe can do it, but they're not quite, they don't have that, there's something missing. Same thing with athletes. It's like, yeah, I can put on the weight, I can get the agility, I can get there, but there are just people who like know how to 
play, you know, they are athletic. Their body can do things that you just physically can't, no matter how hard you work at it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's true. I mean, it's hundred percent. You, you'll see that in sports, but, um, you know, with baseball, like you were saying, I think we're ba- like baseball was the American sport. It was mm-hmm. the American pastime. It was the, it was the sport of all sports. Um, but I think where baseball falls short compared to football is baseball is just too damn long. <laughs> it's a long game and yeah. it's a long season. And I, I have this conversation with my dad. Like I, I love watching baseball now. I think as an adult, I've enjoyed watching sports way more. Whereas a kid, I didn't like watching them. I liked playing them. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, I think it's because like I can't play sports. You know, I, I can't be out there on the field. Like, did you know most people retire when they're our age in sports? I've learned that very recently. And, and doesn't like, that make you feel like a piece of trash? <laughs> Why did like, I not keep playing <laughs> sports? I know, right? Yeah. But it's like, you know, you know, 36, 37, you're old. Yeah. You're not, you, you, most people are retired. They've got their bag and they're done with, with their sports. Yeah. But, um, you know, like baseball itself too, um, Baseball is kind of predictable in a way, to some degree. Baseball, you're not, when you watch baseball, I don't think you're as impressed because almost 99% of the time, if it's a, if the ball's not, if the ball's in the air and it doesn't leave the park, then it's going to get caught. Right. You know, if the ball hits the ground, you know, usually the further somebody's going to make it is the first base. Mm-hmm. So it really becomes about the strategy of like, if you've got, you know, two people on base. And so like, if that next person comes up the bat, it's more about how do you play the field when that ball is live, as opposed to, you know, where football, it's like, it's a constant object that has to be in play the entire time. Yeah. And you can throw it, you can run it, but you really do not know what's going to happen the second the whistle's blown mm-hmm. or, you know, or the snap is made. Yeah. So it is more exciting because like, you're just not, you know, you just, you don't know. They could drop the ball. They, they it could get intercepted. It could, you, it could get picked, you know, he, fumble, all these sorts of things. Like for mm-hmm. baseball, it's like, yeah. Oh, pop fly. Boom. Got it. You're out, yeah. you know, and next inning. There's something to be said about the simplicity of baseball. Because um, I, I will say while I was watching football, was the Super Bowl specifically, I was having to like Google a lot of the things they were talking about. Like, what's a sack even mean? Like, I, it's not right. just a tackle. And then it's like first and down or, you know, all the like what what's down mean? What's what's yeah. the line of scrimmage? And I felt like such a, an idiot having to <laughs> <laughs> Google all this stuff. But it's like. If you don't know, then it's like they're just kind of talking gibberish to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that tends to be a thing that can turn off a lot of people. Um, Football especially is very heavily like languaged. You Mm -hmm. know, like you got to know, like, you know, what is what is, you know, what is the significance of a third down? Well, third down is the biggest play. Because that might mean you get the first down or that might mean it's going to be fourth down and you're going to have to punt or kick a field goal. Mm -hmm. The other thing I love about football too is, you know, with baseball, it's like you have to run around all three bases and then get get to home base before you even get a point on the board. Mm -hmm. Football, you don't even have to get to the end zone. If you're close enough, you can kick a field goal. So there's like, there's still a chance. And that's why like the numbers just are so crazy when the, like, you know, I'll post every Sunday when my team wins and like 
if you're a layman you're not watching football you know you're probably looking at like i don't know the significance of that like wow your team won by one point like no you don't realize how exciting that is mm-hmm. like it literally can be if you missed an extra point or you missed a field goal it could cost you the game yeah or it could win you the whole thing i mean like it's so exciting man like yeah. i'm i'm such a football fan <laughs> <laughs> i think the the scoring system of football and same thing with basketball and I don't know if it is with soccer or not, but it's kind of always thrown me off that like, you know, scoring a touchdown is like six points or something like that. And then yeah. like a, a, a field goal is another s- specific number. Whereas like in it's baseball, it's like you make it all the way around. That's one point. And like right, that exactly. makes that makes more sense to me. And to where it's like what well, think I, about how basketball is. It's two points, but if you're back further, that's a three pointer. Exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, and, <laughs> but like, how is that? Like, you're all seven feet tall. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's that's. It what, should be three points for me because I'm short and you know stumpy. Like, but you know, for all of y'all, this should be the same 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 number. See, I'm like such a defeatist when it comes to the, like. I remember when I was watching the Super Bowl. At, at a certain point, I was like, oh. They can never come back from this because it's like they scored one goal and they got six points. And I'm like, yeah, how, you know, they're too far ahead now. How? But then it's just like, well, all they have to do is score a goal and then they get six points. It's like, why not just make everything worth a point? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, and that's where it gets exciting because I don't know if you know this, but um, every playoff game this year was determined by a field goal. Oh, wow. So by three points, every and that I don't even know. Like I, and of course, I've not been watching football since it's you know conception. But I mean, like as far as I know, I, there's never been a season that's been that cutthroat where it's like it's come down to the three points. So, um, but and that's what makes it exciting. So a little context with my football watching. Like I said, I grew up playing it, mm-hmm. but um, being from Oklahoma, as you and I are, um, we did not have a pro team of any sort. And the college football world is massively huge in Oklahoma for that reason. Because mm-hmm. we don't, and, and if you like the pro football team, you are usually a Chiefs fan or a Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Those were the closest teams in proximity. Probably Cowboys more if you grew up in Oklahoma City like you did. Yeah. But me being from the northeast uh, corner, closer to Missouri, it's the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So, um, that makes sense. You know, yeah, yeah, we so, we were a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Like br- exactly. my brother. Well, and I, and I think in the '90s, pretty much everyone was a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah. I mean, they were the team, you know. Um, but going back to college football, I, you know, being an art kid, I'm not interested in what OU or OSU are doing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and when I got to college, I went to an art school for the most part. You know, it was like, you know, and so I never had the allegiance to. A, a college teams and I, so I never gave a rat's butt I never watched it um and then you know getting older like because we didn't grow up with a um with a pro team it was like I don't know who to root for but moving to Nashville has got me into watching the Titans and I started watching heavily I'd watched sporadically you know from like 2014 to 2019 but I took it real seriously in 2019 and I've watched like every game, but maybe a handful in the last three years. Like I'm very diehard Titans football. Absolutely love it. Like I'm just yeah. freaking psyched about it. 
I was going to ask you if you were surprised by who made it to the Super Bowl because I actually really thought the, the Chiefs. <laughs> of course, I'm surprised. <laughs> I thought the Chiefs were going to go to the Super Bowl just because they did last year, and I thought they were kind of like the team to beat. Yeah, this year. it's it's what's pretty interesting about about football, and and again another kind of parallel the major difference between baseball. Like my favorite baseball team is the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. They had a killer season but they sucked it up in September. Well, that negated them from being able to be in the playoffs, period. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I watched from spring <laughs> all the way through fall, and you guys can't even get your act together the last month of the season, and now you're, you're home. You're not playing <laughs> in the playoffs. Where football, it's like, football's so redeeming because like what the games that matter are the games that are in your conference. So if you're getting beat by a team that's not in your conference, you have the NFC or the AFC, and then you have the different divisions, the South, the North, et cetera. Um, Those are the, like for us, the games in the AFC South, those are the games we have to win. That determines whether we get in the playoffs. But if we get beat by San Francisco, who is in the NFC and they're on, you know, they're from San Francisco, not Tennessee, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But um, it's still a flex. It's still good to look at your overall record and be like, you know, oh, wow, you guys are, you know, nine and two or whatever, you know. Um, but uh, football will also give you a wild card. And so, like, may- meaning the teams that almost made the playoffs but weren't shoe-ins, you get to play a game. You get to play the first playoff game, and uh, you're going to play a team who's on the same level as you. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins that, they get to go and play uh, the second game of the playoffs. The people who were shoe-ins, who won all the games they needed to win, they get that week off. And so their first playoff game isn't until the second week of the playoffs. Hmm. And, you know, that was us. So we won the first seed. We were the top pick in the in the, in the the AFC South. And we had the first week of the playoffs off. So the stupid Bengals from Cincinnati, um, they played the first week, won, and then they beat us which was their second playoff game, but our first playoff game. And oh, it was man. like, it was such a disappointment. <laughs> so like such once they lose, are they out? Yeah, you're out. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that can be heartbreaking too, because the, the Titans had a really good season mm-hmm. despite, and I'll say this, we, <laughs> our, our team went through a massive lineup change because we, we were getting injuries and sickness like crazy. We had the record for most players in the NFL to be on the uh, on the sick or uh, injured list, hmm. almost 95 players uh, throughout the season were on the can't play list. Mm-hmm. So, and we lost our our running back uh, halfway through the season. He came back for the first game of the playoffs, but he was injured and had to have surgery and was out almost half the season. Hmm. And that was kind of like, that's our best. He's not only our best player, but he's the best running back in the entire NFL. He has the best stats. He's the most thrilled and exciting player running back to watch. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Mahomes being the quarterback for the Chiefs, he's probably the most exciting player to watch because, you know, he's the quarterback. It's the Chiefs. Right. They've, they've won the Super Bowl. They've been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're hot stuff. So I was very surprised that they didn't make it, but they, they kind of had an off season. Um, but yeah, I was shocked. I mean, I, I kind of had a feeling LA was going to make it because they had a really good season and they were very consistent, but I did not expect freaking Cincinnati <laughs> of all people to be 
in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings me to a question. You said that the A's is your favorite baseball team, right? Yes. Where are they from? Oakland. 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 Where is that? California. California. Okay. So Tennessee Titans, that's your home state. Are you, Is that your team because they're your home state? Or is do you actually really prefer them over other teams? Because Oakland A's, you know, we don't really, they're not from Oklahoma. So it's kind of like, right. are you with them because they're good? Or do you like something else about them? Well, that's, that's the fun thing about sports. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. But like, you're kind of like, there's kind of a bloodline mm-hmm. in your families of like sports fandom. Yeah. Um, so my dad is uh he was born in northern california he's he's from oklahoma he'll claim oklahoma till the day he dies and he still lives in oklahoma today but he was born in northern california and um so he grew up in that area for a period of time so that's where the a's are from Mm -hmm. um he can't carry that love into moving back to oklahoma as a kid but my grandpa and his great-grandpa originally from oklahoma being native american that's where we're from their favorite team, again, going back to regional access, their favorite baseball team was the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. So my dad became a big Cardinals fan, but he never let go of his love for the A's. So I grew up watching A's and Cardinal games. Those were the teams in our house. I've never really, like, as I gotten older, I just, I like the A's more than I like the Cardinals. So, and I think it's like, I just want to pick a team and live with them, like be right. that guy. Yeah. So that that's my connection with the a's and i've been a loyal fan since college absolutely love them because i mean i like baseball in general but if i'm going to sit down and purposely watch a game i want i want it to be the a's Mm -hmm. i also like to watch the orioles i like to watch the cardinals i i I just i like baseball with football it's very different because i again regional thing did not grow up with the pro team when i moved to tennessee there's something about being in a city that is rallied around something that gets you interested as a as an implant and so I'm seeing, you know, I've been to the Titan Stadium a lot mm-hmm. for concerts, but I've not been to a football game, mm-hmm. but I'm familiar with it. And you see the flags and the, you know, the stickers everywhere and the teach and you go to Walmart and buy any Titans merchandise you want. Yeah. You can't do that in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so I went through like a massive depression in 2019. It was the worst, one of the worst years of my life. And I kind of towards the end of it, I was like, I need something to kind of like get excited about and get happy about. Yeah. So I chose like, I I remembered watching preseason football games in the past. So when preseason came on, which is the first couple of weeks before the season officially starts, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to watch the Titans. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of found myself like, I was like, man, this, I like that there's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this will be helpful. Yeah. And what happened at that time was we had a quarterback who was kind of pooping the bed a bit. He wasn't doing so hot. And we were losing like the first, you know, first couple of games that season. I was like, yeah, I know this kind of makes me happy, but we kind of (laughs) suck. And what happened was our backup quarterback ended up taking his spot and he changed the trajectory. It, and here's the cool part. He had a career. He he was the he was the quarterback for the Dolphins, and they sucked. Mm-hmm. And he got traded to the Titans, but he wasn't going to be the main quarterback. He was going to be you know B team. Mm-hmm. Well, when our A you know A lister quarterback was not doing so well, you got to bring in the reinforcement. 
and he basically gave himself a brand new career. Like, it was like he sucked with the Dolphins, but with the Titans, we were like, holy crap, what's happening? We're winning. And so I got to see, it was a very unique situation to see a team that wasn't doing as well, had some talent, because we still had Derrick Henry, who is the best running back in the NFL, and we still had A.J. Brown, who's one of the best receivers in the NFL. But what good is that if your quarterback, your leader of the team, sucks? Mm-hmm. So when they put Mariota aside and they brought in Tannehill, that's when it changed. And like that year, 2019, towards the middle of a season, we were winning like every game. Hmm. We made it to, we did not win enough to make it to the playoffs as a shoe in, but we were a wild card team. We won the wild card when we won the next playoff game and we made it to the second to last game. We made it to the, to the AFC final. So we could have been in the Super Bowl, but we lost to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And that was the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So it was kind of okay. It's like we lost to the team that ended up winning the whole thing. Yeah. But I mean, that was very exciting to see. So again, living in Nashville for over, at the time, not a, quite a decade. I was I've been living there for about seven years. Then you throw in, so you're inundated with this for seven years. And then I, I, I tuned in at a very crucial turning point for the team. And I got to see where we were to what we became. I was like, I'm addicted, man. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, and you know, obviously the ups and downs for us the last three years have been something. But um, I just I love watching football. Like, I, I this year I watch every game that the Titans play, but I also watched a lot of other people's games because <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I got the juice, man. I can find yeah. somebody to root for, so let's go. Well, I mean, I can absolutely see the appeal of that because, like like I said, I, we don't have a, a pro football team in Oklahoma. We've got college. I like the idea of, like, picking a team and rooting for them throughout the entire season, whether they do well or good or not. Because I, I can understand yeah. watching the competition and getting engaged in that. And... um. And so, like, I, I, watching you be so excited about football this past year <laughs> has got me excited for next year. Like, I'd like to maybe just like find a team that maybe I connect with for some reason, and just kind of watch them and see how they do and see how it turns out. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I completely understand like that aspect of football. And combined with all of like the extra stuff that comes with it, like that sense of community. And then like, you've got like, I absolutely love walking into the grocery store and seeing like the stacks of Coke, you know, yes, with like the NFL goal. <laughs> yeah. With like the NFL logos all over it and, and football teams logos and stuff like that. Yeah. And so like, and the, the like the, the, the cheese plates. Yeah. Cracker. I mean, like that's the stuff you, that man, gets me like, jazzed. Yeah, I, well, and that's the thing. I, I used to really, that was me too. Like coming at this, like, I'm just glad to see something exciting in the store again, yeah. you know, like, because you kind of go all summer and, and, you know, like, I don't know, there's nothing wrong with the summer, but like, there's nothing like, you know, about the summer to really look forward to after the fourth. And so yeah. like when, when football comes back, you're like, oh, wow, there's like football cakes and mm-hmm. balloons mm-hmm. and, you know, NFL will go on the Dr. Pepper and Coke cans. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, again, like finding finding a team and like getting into it, like, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I never, my wife too was just like, I cannot believe you are just a football. And of course, she's used to it now because I'm three years into the heavy football watching. So, I mean, she's gotten to a point where she's like, oh, it's Sunday. I know what he's doing. Yeah. I'm not going to bother him about like, we need to go here or do this or do that. 
like yeah. so she's she, and she she will watch it with me like and lydia watches it. lydia she's so bummed now that football's <laughs> over and like on sunday she'd be like are we watching titans today i'm like no baby it's gonna be like six more months <laughs> it's like but you know um like the other yesterday my my cat stuck into the office and started messing with my plants and i started yelling and uh apparently lydia heard me yelling upstairs but she didn't hear the tone but she looks at my she looks at brett she goes i know what daddy's doing he's watching football (laughs) oh that's funny because i yell a lot when we watch football and it's fun that is so funny i because i remember we were talking about football a little bit on another cast and i was like i just don't understand the people that like yell at the screen yeah and um I still don't like I can't get that invested in anything, not just football, like even stuff that I'm actually interested in. I'm not yelling at the screen for anything like that. But like, um, yeah, but it's so funny because like part of what I was I was meaning to say a minute ago was that when we were watching the Super Bowl, Heather and I had no investment in either team. We just kind of picked a team at random to root for. And we were getting into it like yeah. it, it was tense at moments. And like um, the team that we picked ultimately didn't win. So it was a little heartbreaking that they didn't win, even though we had not watched a single game for the entire yeah. season. We just <laughs> picked them and we're rooting for them. And it, it was but it was still even though our team didn't win, it was fun to watch how they lost like because it was pretty intense at yeah like that drive up the field was really amazing to watch yeah it it was really crushing and here's here's my spiel on the game all right so i hate i was rooting for the Bengals because they beat us and like Mm -hmm. it's cincinnati they're not far and i'm like well i gotta see like i here's what i wanted them to win because their quarterback is from ohio and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's badass. Like, rarely do you see somebody playing for their home state. That's just not how the NFL works. Like, you get drafted, you go to where you go, and then as your career progresses, you go where the money is, or you go where the trade is. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't. Get, like, if you're from LA, you usually don't get to play in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to see Joe um, Burroughs from Ohio bring his state and his city, like bring. I'm taking you guys to the Super Bowl. Like, put it in perspective. The Bengals two years ago won two games. Mm-hmm. They were ass. Mm-hmm. And this is the second year. Actually, yeah, it's the second year playing for them. So he took them. So he's young. Yeah. He's like 24, 25. He brought them all the way to this point. So being one of the worst teams in the league to, you know, they call him Joe Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's now he's in the Super Bowl with them. Yeah. But the thing that I wasn't impressed with them was um, I was like, the quarterback, I mean, Joe's not blowing me away right now. He seems pretty average and he does seem young. Like he's making a lot of kind of, you know, young guy decisions. But in a way that works to your benefit, because usually when you're young, you're going to be a little bit more riskier. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that pays off in football. The more... Well, I don't know, I guess kind of off the rails you can be can kind of work to your advantage because sometimes that's not expected. Mm -hmm. So being unsafe can usually work. But when they beat us, mind you, we sacked their quarterback, Joe, nine times that game. Nine times. Mm -hmm. They were in the, like every point they scored was by a field goal. They would get close enough to where they're like, 
our kicker is one of the best in the leagues and he is he's he's never missed all season mm-hmm. um so they were like well and they can kick 50 yard field goals and so um he's you know they would get as close as they could and think like well we're probably not gonna get the end zone so we'll kick and so boom three points boom three points boom three points all of our touchdowns were caught in or ran into the end zone you know boom six points six points but when it came down to it they kicked a field goal because they got close enough and they won with Mm -hmm. four seconds left of the game they beat us with four seconds left and they beat us by three points they kicked a field goal because they were close enough and the guy never missed so here fast forward to the super bowl not only did they beat us that way but they beat the chiefs that way Mm -hmm. okay and so now they're in the super bowl and so this whole off season you know this whole postseason they've been winning by their field goals (laughs) it's fourth down and they decide to go for it instead of kicking a field goal i'm like at least tie it like they kicking a field goal distance wouldn't have beat the uh the rams but it would have tied it so you get a reset you know get a little break and now you can you know it's almost like they always say the uh you know um half or not halftime i'm sorry overtime mm-hmm. is basically like a brand new game mm-hmm. so you could have had a chance to compete again mm-hmm. so you could have had a chance for a cleaner drive and gotten closer and if they had and they kicked a field goal, then they would have won in overtime. So I'm like, why didn't you do the thing that got you here in the first place? Like <laughs> the quarterback thought, oh, I can handle this. I'm like, that's exactly what a young dumb guy would do. <laughs> See, and it did not work out for you. It's things like that about football that I guess I just don't understand because you hear the story about the team, you know, coming back and winning in the final 13 seconds of the game. Whereas in the Super Bowl game, I felt like there was like close to 20, maybe 25 seconds left in the game and they just stopped playing. It's like yeah. they just gave the game to the Rams. I was like, don't you have some like magical play in your back pocket that you can at least attempt to like run the See, ball down the field? Is yeah, there nothing they, you when, can do? Well, when they kicked, the, when they went for it on fourth and they didn't get the first down, that gave the Rams the ball. And at that point, the Rams, it's their ball, and because they're the winning team, they they technically don't have to play it. They can down oh, it, okay. so they can down. They can they can kneel on first down. They can kneel on second down. They can do it on third, and that's the end of the game. Like I they see. don't you at that point, you don't have to play. Now, if they did, and they could certainly, but that's kind of like now you're getting a little greedy. It's like you're yeah. already winning. Now you're putting it, and and here's the thing about football: when you've got star quarterbacks like these guys. 30 seconds is plenty of time Mm -hmm. to go get a touchdown. Yeah. And that's what makes football so exciting. It's like, you might think, oh my gosh, we're down by a whole, you know, whole touchdown. We've got a minute left. It's like, bro, a minute will get you where you need to go if you're smart. Yeah. And that's where strategy comes into play. And that's what another thing that makes football so exciting is skill, talent. Yeah, that's all great. But strategy, like, like what I love our coach for the Titans, he will specifically like, if we've got the ball and there's like five minutes left in the game, his focus is not to go score for a head. It's to run the clock down. Mm-hmm. So how can we play smart and keep the ball moving and give the illusion that we're wanting to score, knowing that we technically don't have to, we just need to hold on to the damn ball. Right. So we're going to, we're just going to try to get as many first sounds as we can. If we score great, if not, you know, we still win the game. Like yeah. that's that kind of strategy that just like excites me. Yeah. See, that's the stuff that I'd, I'd have to learn more about to like understand that and like 
that would probably make it a lot more exciting because to me that made the game feel really anticlimactic i guess yeah the super bowl because i was like after that one play happened everybody just on the ram side just started cheering and that guy was like pointing at his finger and i was like all right fella there's there's 20 seconds don't you get too excited he's like i want my ring (laughs) 20 seconds lasts like 15 minutes in a football game and i'm like there's a lot of game left here and then it it was just over and i was like well okay that's that was all right (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know i mean it, it's like if if you're if you're really into it those are the and that's what i'm saying like it all it all kind of makes things work I, i'm not saying you're talking like i'm a veteran or anything mm-hmm. like like i said i did grow up playing it so i have an understanding of the game but like just being an avid watcher like i am now I'm like like it's it's very exciting yeah. like but anyway it's funny because <laughs> at the beginning of the game i texted you and i was like which which team are you going for and you you wrote back you were like i'm going for cincinnati and i was like which one said that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, Cole, it's the Bengals or the Rams, not Cincinnati. <laughs> the cats or the goats. <laughs> and what's funny was I was going to tell you that I was going to root for the Rams because they're already winning. And because like they were ahead in the beginning and then the Bengals came back and then and then the Rams won it in the end. But um, yeah, I I I do tend to lean more towards teams where I like their graphics package. <laughs> and hey, so that's, that's why I, that's why I went with the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. I know their colors are awesome. Like here's the thing, I love the Titans, but I cannot stand our logo or our colors, yeah. which is the same how I felt about the Thunder. I love the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hate everything about the look. Like yeah. I would never like I've wore Thunder hats and shirts, but like I've always like these are just so ugly. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I was a you know a lakers fan or you know something like different where like anything but this crappy oh man outer blue and i've never watched a chicago bulls game in my life but i would wear a chicago bulls hat or yes. or t-shirt or something like that yeah. same thing with miami dolphins like love that um love those that graphics package and then uh, there's one other one i can't remember i actually just bought a couple shirts online around um when i was really in like the mood football mood i got a dolphin shirt and one other one i can't remember what it was but uh it's it might have been um uh the cowboys just because i have nostalgia with them but yeah but yeah i love miami dolphins is probably my favorite graphics package team yeah i love a good heritage and like i love i love the history like i like there's just, I mean, think about the sh- like the Packers and the Bears. Like they've been around since football started. Like that's just so cool. I'm not a fan of either, but like those are the two oldest teams. You know what I mean? Like it's just that kind of stuff where I'm like, I love the history and the heritage behind sports and sports teams. Like all the old logos and colorways. Like that stuff to me just, I, I just always been fascinated by it. Yeah. But um, well, let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Like, I'm sure I've bored the crap everybody with football passion and stats or things like that. But like, the Super Bowl is a very unique experience. Like, like I said, I feel like everybody seems to watch it. You know, um, and it's because it offers so much more than just the game itself. You've got the infamous halftime show, which you know, people kind of need to feel like they, even if they don't like it. They got to have an opinion about it these days. You know, <laughs> for the last 10 years since we've had social media, it's like, bro, if you don't watch the halftime show, you're not talking to anybody the next day. You know, <laughs> like you have to know what happened, you know? Yeah. Um, you have to know if it was good or not, you know? And yet, 
and you have to hate it or you have to love it. It really is that divisive. It's never anyone's just like, that was fine. I was yeah. entertained. It's like, no, it was the worst. <laughs> or like, oh, I was the best. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, you know, the commercials. That That's a thing I feel like it's kind of lost its luster because mm-hmm. you see these commercials far earlier now, like on YouTube or even during some of the regular season games as like a, like, why are you, why are you, Spilling the tea now, sis. I know Hold on to that. that that was really wait till the Super Bowl. Frustrating. Like the night before the Super Bowl, actually, um, Heather and I and the boys, we were watching something on just regular cable TV. Well, we have Paramount Plus, and you can watch live TV on Paramount Plus. And they were doing like you know fifty greatest Super Bowl commercials of all time, or top ten, or whatever it was. They were counting down like the best Super Bowl commercials of all time. And during like the before and after commercial breaks, they were like showing you clips of upcoming Super Bowl commercials. It was like you're you're taking out all the fun of actually. I know. Like this is half the reason I'm going to watch the Super Bowl tomorrow is to see the commercials. I don't want right. to watch them all right now. It's so funny how culturally, like I remember being a kid, um, and you know when I was a young young kid, I think I think most of us guys like the boys had like, oh, I was going for the Cowboys, you know, mm-hmm. or I, you know whatever but as you got a little bit older like i think everyone was like did you see the budweiser commercial or you know like that was a talking point when you got to school the next Mm -hmm. day and like i probably i think the most memorable one is like the scream knockoff of the um what's up you know i remember everybody (laughs) at school the next day was just greeting each other that way i was just like like it was funny you know, because you're a kid and you're dumb, but like, um, you know, it's well, like we had we didn't drink beer. We were in yeah. like fifth grade, but we well, we knew what the screen mask was, and we thought it was funny to see him, you know, saying "What's up" on TV like that. And so everybody was just into that for like the next year. Everybody would "What's up?" <laughs> well, I was even thinking like, you know, we watched we watched the entire Super. This is like probably the first Super Bowl that I watched the entire thing of um in my entire life so we watched pretty much all of the commercials and there wasn't one commercial while some of them were funny there wasn't one commercial that had that thing that you knew was just kind of kind of stick around for a while like the yeah wiser frogs yeah the frog commercial yeah it's like those things had like something in them that just stuck with you and it's like yeah it, it, you know, it represents a brand and it makes you think about that brand, but it's something kind of disconnected in a way. It's like these talking frogs. They're talking frogs. That's that's what's unique about that commercial. That's what makes yeah. you remember them. And it could be any product necessarily that they're promoting. It just happened yeah. to be beer. Um, but it's just like, I can't think of any commercial that, you know, even in other recent years that kind of has that, Oh, lasting yeah. cachet and, and i wonder too like you know and, but i think like i know like those those commercials we just talked about um you know as kids you know like we had no we weren't drinking beers but like yeah. we could relate to the humor and yeah. to the to the part of the commercial that stood out so we're going to talk about it the next day but i think those commercials were still funny to where the guys who were drinking budweiser at the same time that commercial was playing mm-hmm. even they were talking about it like oh yeah i don't really feel like there was anything I can't remember a commercial in the last five years. You know, I, I, fun fact is, as much, I, I've been a massive football watcher for the last three years. Um, casual couple years before that, 
but I've never missed a Super Bowl my entire hmm. life. I've always watched a Super Bowl. Um, and so I can I can attest, like, I cannot remember a commercial that was just that good in a long time. Yeah. But they used to be they used to be very important. Um, used to be sacred. You did not see this commercial before the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and also you had used to, to be, be there. Used to be. Yeah. There was no way to see it before the Super right, Bowl. Right. There wasn't there was, YouTube or yeah. there wasn't like streaming apps that had to show a set amount of commercials in between your episodes of you know yeah big brother or whatever you're watching like (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of interesting because it was like it i there's kind of this indescribable feeling of like you knew something it was almost like going to watch a movie because it's like you know that something special is going to happen but you have no idea what it is yeah as far as these commercials back then well and you know the super bowl in general is kind of that way like i you know like when the rock came out this year and introduced you know kicked off the game like bro the rock does not come out during any other football game you know what i mean like that's how special the super bowl is like there's there's not this big now there there'll be cool stuff that happens at that stadium before the game but it's usually not televised you know Mm -hmm. like i know in nashville um you'll have like being country music city you'll have a lot of like country artists who are very big name come out and like sing the national anthem or yeah. they'll, you know, maybe do a little pre-concert on the bandstand, but that's not televised. You know, right. like you're just seeing the game, you get the commercials you get. It's the same commercials that people are going to be watching the game that's played after yours. You know, it's the, the pageantry is not quite the same. Um, and that's why that Super Bowl performance is so big too. So, mm-hmm. um, did you did you like this year's performance? Uh yes, I loved it. And like I, I so what's funny is like I saw online that said that this year's Super Bowl was made for anybody that remembers <laughs> this 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 and this and I was like this is me. This it was made yeah. for me. It was made for 90s kids and that are grown up now watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I was I loved all of it. And it's like I didn't even necessarily listen to it, those artists when I was younger. Like I know who all of them are and I heard yeah. I've heard all the songs that they played. But I I was not like a huge Snoop Dogg fan when I was little or Eminem or Mary J Blige or anything like that. But like I still thoroughly enjoyed the entire um Super Bowl or halftime show. Yeah. It, I mean it, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Like I I used to be a massive hip hop head. Yeah. Um, but uh, not that era. So, like, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with Snoop Dogg or Dre or even 50 Cent, but I remember how big they were at that time. And you've heard those songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, I mean, you, you can't, I don't know, just like, I feel like we're such a heavily pop culture generation like us like growing up in the 80s and the 90s like pop culture is so significant so it's like you know you you had to have heard those songs or you just weren't alive then yeah that's the only (laughs) excuse you had to not have existed to have missed any of those songs um but like the creativeness behind all that too and i like kendrick lamar performing being a newer guy i've i've liked kendrick he's you know in the last decade you know, he, he's I would classify him as an early 2010s artist. He must have been um, the guy that I didn't know who he was because there was one sure, artist for, that I was like, I don't know. Who this he performed is. on the ground like with he all wasn't the blonde headed. Like, yeah. Dancers. And it yeah. was cool, too, because um, if they had that shot down where it was like they were. Um, I don't know if you caught it. It's kind of hard to tell, but if you got it, you got it. But in the music video for the song he was performing, he's like floating through the air through a city. Mm-hmm. Well, in the performance, the 
the mat they were dancing on was the top-down view of L.A. Hmm. So when the camera went up, it looked like the whole dance crew was floating above L.A. and dancing. Oh, okay. And for a, a little bit of time, it was like the perfect 3D, like, oh, my gosh. But it was kind of hard to, like, get that across on, on the on the TV screen. But hmm. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, as far as, like, Super Bowl performances go, like, this year, definitely a winner. Um, yeah. What's, like... Out of all the ones that have already happened, like what are some ones that you like remember and like really liked? Oh gosh, so <laughs> I don't even know if I can think of the one that obviously stands out to me is Justin Timberlake and um with the with Janet <laughs> Janet Jackson and the wardrobe malfunction. But um, yes, it's, that was a big talking point the next day at school and work. <laughs> yeah, so like, has there been like a time period where? the halftime shows were getting like a little risque or controversial because I wondered if like this year was like a safe halftime show. And I even commented to Heather, I was like, in what world is like, would you think that Snoop Dogg and Eminem and, and um, everything like that being like the safe choice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dr. Dre being from NWA, yeah. which, you know, like they were like, came onto the scene like whoa i yeah. cannot believe the things that are coming out of their mouth about all of this yeah. and they were i mean they were dangerous nwa was a dangerous group well considered dangerous when they came out right yeah. um gangster rap that's the birth of gangster rap right mm -hmm. same with snoop dogg i mean he's kind of one of the founders of that um mm -hmm. uh so yeah it, it is interesting but i don't know i never understood the hoopla like like when the 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 wardrobe malfunction happened right like now let me preface this when i said this was talk of the next day at work or school or whatever like nobody was being like oh man we saw a boob on you know <laughs> it was just kind of like did you hear what happened you know yeah. it was kind of more of like a you know and of course it's like yeah we like who wasn't watching the super bowl but like you know everyone's talking about like oh yeah the dress and everything like okay but we, I just want to preface that. Like, we were like a bunch of horned. I was like, whoa, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. It's not like we found our dad's stash of Playboys or whatever. Um, yeah. But like, it was, uh, as far as like the, let's call it the riskiness, like, I don't know. Like, let's think about football. Football has cheerleaders, right? Mm -hmm. The cheerleaders are wearing, you know, let's just say skimpy uniforms, whatever. You call what do you want with skimpy modest. I don't care. Mm hmm. I mean, that's always been kind of a thing. Dancers and, and the showmanship. Like, I've been to so many concerts and so many, like, even the circus. Like, you people and women specifically will come out wearing, you know, leotards or yeah. wearing, you know, crop tops or whatever. Like, it's just, it just to me, I'm like, that's just part of the performance. This is art. This is nothing to get excited about or to promote about or talk down about so i it was really weird to me when like shakira and j-lo got all the backlash they got because i'm like have you ever watched their music video like this is completely normal yeah i see and i think i think it's because everyone's like it's on the biggest stage in the world and i'm <laughs> like so they're gonna perform completely different than they would at their own concerts like right. you realize like they're performing this super bowl because they're good at what they do and people pay money to go see what they do in arenas all the time. Mm -hmm. So why would they do anything different? You know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be like, hey, Mike, we're hiring you to uh, to sing. We really love your voice. And you come out and you like do sign language and you're not singing. And it's <laughs> right. like, well, that's not what we pay for. It's like, well, I have to do something different. I'm on the biggest stage in the world. Exactly. 
It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. When you say that, that makes a lot of sense. See, like, I just, I hadn't watched the Super Bowl in so many recent years. So, like, the last Super Bowls that I, Super Bowl shows that I even have any context for is, like, when Britney Spears would do, like, a Pepsi halftime show or something like that. Because she yeah. had, like, a big partnership with Pepsi for a while. And then, like, like I said, the the Justin Timberlake, like, those are the ones that I remember. Um, so, like, yeah. I can't even, when you said Shakira, like, I, I didn't even know she did it. A halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> what I think is weird about the halftime show is I, I, I get disappointed when the talk and the raritic the next day is about what people are wearing and not about how freaking talented they are. Yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, Beyonce putting on a show, like, okay, she looks great. She's one of the most beautiful women in the world. But she can sing and dance, like, better than anybody. But we're going to complain about her clothes? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, this is a very special person out here doing an amazing thing that almost none of us can do. And we want to comment on the dancers or we want to comment on the the leg that's being shown or whatever the complaint is, you know. You know, I'm just like, this is just so stupid. Like, why are we wasting, I say we, why are people wasting their time complaining when you just got treated to, I've seen Beyonce in concert twice. You know how much money I've spent seeing Beyonce in concert twice? I could send my kid to college (laughs) twice. And yet you get a free halftime show by tuning in and you get to eat your own chips and dip and we're going to complain about it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, (laughs) that see, that's why I was wondering if like, you know, maybe they were just like, let's let's start doing shows that like we there's no possibility of offending anybody. And so so I just didn't know if, you know, yeah, because I, this year felt very safe. Like, even though it, it was did, honestly the Dre. only part that people were kind of up in arms. And, and again, like I'm, I'm talking from a perspective of like, you know, um, you know, just people wanting to find something to complain about. But like 50 cents part when he had all the dancers around him, I heard yeah. people complain about that. Like, oh, that was too sexy. I'm like, have you ever seen the music video? Well, to- you know what I mean, like, have you ever like. Like, yeah. is anybody surprised? Like, this is this is exactly what I would imagine this to look like. And, but see, there, I can kind of understand that because Colt was like right in front of our TV. Of course, and there was I like the, a lady who just like started going for it. Like the camera was on, and she was like, "Oh, my time to shine!" And then just like <laughs> butt, just like right in his face. And I was like, "Colt, turn around!" Because like, yeah, I mean, it's not the most offensive thing in the world, but I don't necessarily want a big butt because we have a big tv (laughs) in my kid's face so i can kind of understand that so um but yeah that was literally the only because i do i know what you're talking about as far as those answers it's it's interesting though like i i I, and i'm not blaming you per se because like lydia lydia's been taking dance classes so Mm -hmm. she loves seeing people dance and she tries to dance like them and she she was like oh dancers i was like (laughs) Uh, you should just stick to ballet like maybe no club dancing right now that's something you do later okay but not now you're four but um i remember you know um so some nostalgia talk here uh most of the super bowls i watched as a kid were were at church (laughs) oh wow (laughs) funny enough you would like the gymnasium they would like everyone bring a potluck or chili or whatever and the game would be on a big projector and everyone would watch it but being being at church i always found this kind of disappointing but they would uh turn it off during the halftime show and we would have a little little message 
it's like wait a minute you just tricked me coming in the church yeah it's like like i want to see so i remember specifically one year my hero michael jackson at the time Uh was playing the super bowl Uh it was actually the year we didn't do a super bowl party and i don't know if that was intentional or not Uh but i remember my dad you know being dedicated deacon in the church he's like i can't miss church we're going to the service Uh I was like, oh, I'm going to miss Michael. Like, this is going to be devastating. (laughs) And my dad snuck me out of church early, took me home to let me watch Michael. Like, he had on, like, he knew, like, okay, this is, it's halftime. We got to go. And I was like, that was really cool. Um, All of that to say. He really had 50 bucks riding on the game and he needed to. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, he had a bet. (laughs) But all that to say is I, I think, you know, it's like, nothing about football is really appropriate for kids and yeah. not necessarily that's inappropriate. It's just probably not interesting. Yeah. So it's like, look, if you're worried about the halftime show, just make your kids go to bed or, you know, right. send them out of the room or turn it, you know, I mean, there are things that we can do on our end to protect shield, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, you know, for everyone to be like the majority of my Facebook being just a bunch of grumpy people being like oh it's too sad my kids and i'm like just tell them to go away for a minute or turn yeah. it off like you have way more control over this than than you realize you do like nobody said you had to watch it yeah and it was really more on us because like he wasn't even That's what watching. I'm saying. Was- he wasn't watching the game or anything he wasn't watching the halftime show he just happened to walk into the room yeah. <laughs> During the ha- that part of the halftime show. And- During some good old-fashioned twerking. It is what it is. <laughs> it's like, what's that? <laughs> this <laughs> is new. <laughs> it's like, mom doesn't do that. <laughs> she used to before you came along. <laughs> <laughs> now you tired her out. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to ask you about one thing. But I don't think you actually got to experience it because you were sick. Because I was going to ask you, like, what is your pregame day like as far as oh, man. Super Bowl? Like, how do you get ready for it? Uh, I mean, it's all about the food, right? Yeah. Because, you know, Cause I had a there's only so much you can food. do to get ready to watch a game. I felt, the... I, I felt so bad you were sick and you were saying you couldn't oh. taste anything. And, like, here I am making a pot roast and and all this good yummy food and i'm like i'm gonna feel like a dickhead telling him all these nice good Uh, things that i got to eat well i mean that's that's kind of the crazy thing like notoriously i mean even brett like she she watches the super bowl too because you know she she enjoys the pageantry of it and she always like you know brett worked in the music industry for many years she's she loves concerts and she's always into the halftime show like just you know she's a she's a music spectator yeah um so you know snack games got to be good you got to have something to eat because that's a, it's a long event you're yeah. gonna get hungry yeah so this year yeah i mean like i could not hardly taste anything but i did make something pretty tasty that we could taste that we could taste beef pretty pretty distinctly mm-hmm. everything else kind of tasted kind of mushy mm-hmm. so i just made like some little um toaster like style burgers where like I made like really thin burger patties with American cheese melted on top mm-hmm. and I sauteed onions and I put them on some sourdough bread hmm. and like made toaster burgers like oh, wow. and they were really good but I couldn't have ketchup or anything on it or you know like the sides I made I mean just nothing tasted like there was only a few things I could eat where I could actually dis- distinctively know like okay I am eating uh, edible food right now Interesting. um but yeah that 
And uh, did you have like side like fries or any? Like, yeah, I made some fries, but they weren't very good. And mm. So yeah, but because normally you didn't make it's them like, right, or because you couldn't taste them. I couldn't taste them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the past, it's like, oh man, there's guacamole, there's yeah. cheese dip, there's chips, there's sodas. You know, um, last year you and I both made um barbecue uh pulled pork, pork yeah. pulled pork sandwiches, and that was really good. That's what I did this this year, but I did it a little bit differently this year. Um, That's my favorite football food to eat. Like, I, and we can just, it doesn't have to be Super Bowl specific, but like on Sundays when it's mm-hmm. game time or, you know, if it's a Monday game or a Thursday game, it is like, that is my meal for the day. Like that is what I'm snacking on and eating. So, yeah. you know, normally it's like chips and salsa and a Coke are my absolute favorite football snacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single time that's like my favorite thing to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I love getting like, you know, usually barbecue like if i could smoke something or put something on the grill or yeah i mean i don't know just something about that like really coincides it's like tailgating yeah like it works so well with football see like i thought the game started at four i think it started at like five or five thirty um yeah but it's like the show that's airing the game started at four so yeah, like i had time <laughs> yeah i had like timed out my entire day like food wise to like be done at four and like heather gets off at four so like heather worked on super bowl sunday and she got home she gets off at 4 30 so she gets home around five and um so like i didn't feel bad that i had like the pre-game shows and all of the like television shows that like talking up the super bowl all day on while i was making food all day and um i mean it was just like it was one of the most joyful experiences i had made making food that I can think of because it just felt right. It felt like that's yeah. what I had to be doing that day is, is making that food. And so like, I got up at like nine o'clock. Well, I got up way early, but I started at nine o'clock, um, making the pulled pork and, you know, mm. I got all my seasonings and everything and I put it in the crock pot and everything. But the thing that I did differently this time was I used actual, um, rump roast and I'd usually used like a shoulder, a pork shoulder and yeah. I guess it's like a different type of meat, even though it's all from, you know, the same pig. But um, it came out a lot different is is yeah. what I'm getting at. Like it, it tasted a lot different. Like the when you pulled it apart, it actually seemed more like what you would get in a restaurant, which was kind of interesting. Um, and so it like it didn't taste any better or worse than um, what I'd previously had. But um, the thing that I, the, the other thing that I made was I made homemade onion rings and um, so what i usually do is i use um uh, a beer batter mix and i actually will put beer in the beer batter mix when i make the onion rings i don't do it for chicken but i will for the onion rings but i actually forgot to buy beer because it's um it's just not something that we normal yeah so like i'll buy a six pack of beer and i'll use that over the course of several months when i'm making stuff and um, I just didn't have any. So I just used like water for the mixture. And then I um, very quickly <clears throat> ran out of the batter because I, I, I was completely unprepared to make these onion rings apparently because <laughs> I ran out of the batter mix pretty easily. And so I was like, well, I'll just add some flour to it because that's all this essentially is, is flour. And so I added to it. And so I essentially made like three batches of onion rings all different. So like the first batch was like the true beer batter mix. The second batch was beer batter mix with with a lot of flour mixed in. And those came out not very good. So I read online that you're supposed to add like 
baking powder or something like that to um, uh, batters like that. And so I added that in and those came out really good. They were really spongy, but they were good. Like I liked the taste of them a lot more. And I added like some cayenne pepper and stuff like that. So I had like three different types of onion rings for us and then the meats. And I had bought these uh, brioche buns and um oh. they're oh gosh it was so i good. love brioche <laughs> mm. um but yeah so like we, then we had like lots of chips out for the kids and everything and it was just like it was it was fun i really yeah. enjoyed making that meal it's one of my favorite meals to prep is like for the super bowl it's yeah. just so fun like it makes it's me kind wish- of an excuse like it's kind of all like what anything goes but yeah. you, you want it to be like saucy or hot and messy and yeah. just like crunchy like it's just like yeah we can just this is a party we're just gonna have party food doesn't have to be healthy doesn't matter just has to be good it has to be a lot of it because it's a long game well it was like one of the one times of the year that i really really wished that we did not live states apart because it's like oh dude i know the only person (laughs) the only other person enjoying this is heather it's like i we need other people over here to enjoy this yeah we threw a Super Bowl party a couple of years ago before we had kids. And like, I think it was the first year we got married and I had been really into making chicken wings. Mm-hmm. And um, we had probably like, oh God, we probably had like 10 people over. Um, and I didn't even get to watch the game. I was so busy making chicken wings. I bought like <laughs> a 200 chicken wing bag, you know, from uh, Costco. And I like fried them all up. Like I uh, like made almost 200 wings. Like oh it was insane. Um, and I had all these different sauces and everything. Like it was really fun. It was really cool. But um, yeah, it was exhausting too. Yeah. Um, I remember just getting to watch the halftime show. But even <laughs> at that time, like I wasn't like a big football watcher. Yeah. I was just like, I just want to hang out with friends and eat food. <laughs> Um, everybody's like where's cole and you're like in the kitchen like flour and chicken yeah. and so like oh i know and, yeah. <laughs> and that was the thing like there were wings i bought but like they weren't fried already like i was doing all the batter mixing yeah. and the cooking and everything i mean it was it was a lot of work everything's finally done and the game's over <laughs> yeah it was yeah and everybody went home i was like oh it's cool cool talking to you <laughs> you're left there with like 200 wings and nobody ate and then I had to clean up the mess. That's oh, the worst. That is the worst, yeah. So, like, I've actually been trying lately um, to, like, clean as I cook. Because oh, I that's kn- how I do it. I know if I don't, it's just going to be, like, a bomb exploded in the kitchen. Well, nothing's worse than being full. You're like, wow, I made this mm-hmm. awesome meal. I'm good and full. And it's like, then you have to clean. It's yeah. like, you should just do it while you're doing it. The yeah. only thing you should be doing after you eat just putting the the plates in the dishwasher and turning it on exactly everything else is cleaned up yeah 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 um i can't think of anything else that i wanted to ask you it's all right this has been a good conversation we talked about cooking and cleaning and sports i was gonna ask you if there were any commercials this year that you liked because i had a couple I thought were the one I can remember and I liked actually there was a couple there was one that had like a baby lumberjack and a baby uh helicopter fly like uh-huh. pilot it was the same commercial I don't remember what it was for but it was kind of hilarious seeing yeah. like an infant looking like a lumberjack and then one flying a plane yeah um and then I uh the the Disney one of the goats they were all dressed up that as Disney good. characters yeah I thought that was cute yeah that was a really good play on um the one that like surprisingly got me was um the keeping up with the joneses 
one with the oh, with the yeah. truck, with like Leslie Jones, Leslie and Jones, and Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy and, Lee Jones, and then yeah. but it was like it was just it was the last line of it where the Jonas brother pulled up and Tommy yeah. Lee Jones was like, "Okay, whoever you are, <laughs> yeah, like, that was hilarious. he's representing all of us." <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've never identified with Tommy Lee Jones more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good commercial. Yeah. And I kind of yeah. I liked the Arnold Schwarzenegger one too, even though it was a little long. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, not not bad. Not a, not the best commercial selection, but again, yeah. it's I don't know. People need to get their act together. Make better commercials. I will say overall, I felt like it was a very enjoyable Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. The game was great. Um, you know, I, as much as I, I, I'm the kind of person who like, I kind of want to see certain teams like just be the best. Like, I, I think that's just growing up in the nineties, you know, mm-hmm. the bulls were the team to beat. Right. Yeah. And the bulls were, you know, often the winners in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I like seeing legacies and dynasties, mm-hmm. um, even though like, like, like golden state had a run a few years ago and I, I just hate golden state. But I'm like, it's cool to see that there's a team that's out there trying to dominate. And yeah. so, you know, so, you know, that's usually whatever team, you know, Steph Curry or LeBron is on. But in football, I'm like, we haven't seen that in a while. And I was kind of hoping the Chiefs were going to be that. Like, because yeah. the Cowboys were kind of that in the 90s. So it's like, you know, Mahomes winning, you know, the Super Bowl in 2019, or I guess it was, what was the 2019 season? It was 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, he was, he was young. Like he won MVP that year, MVP of the Super Bowl. I was just like, man, this is exciting. Like I'm, I'm curious to see what he does. And then the lackluster game they played against the Bucks, the Buccaneers last year. I'm like, this is not even the same guy or team. Like this last year's Super Bowl was hella boring, <laughs> the worst. Yeah. One, well, not the worst, but one of the worst. Um, and so I was like, man, wouldn't it be great? if he could go back and make up for that performance. And when they lost to the Bengals, I was like, well, crap. And I wanted to see Tom Brady go back. And I know it would have been the exact same game lineup, but to me, I'm like, it was it was kind of like, it should have been a passing of the torch, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was cool to see Brady win it last year because it was like, oh, wow, he really is the GOAT. Like, he, you know, he won all these Super Bowls with the Patriots guy thinks he can switch teams and turn a really crappy team into a Super Bowl team and he does. So mm-hmm. that was exciting. That was cool. You really understood the power and the and the perfectness that Tom Brady has. I'm not even a Tom Brady fan, but I I can recognize the greats. Yeah. And so I was kind of hoping for a rematch this year. I'm like it would be cool to see Mahomes get take the torch back and but like the Bengals beat him. But yeah. I'm like, bro, the Bengals beat the Titans. I get it. At least we're all sad now. Let's move on. So, do you consider Mahomes like the star quarterback of the NFL right now? Is he like he's still top dog? he's right now? I think Josh Allen for the Bills is mm-hmm. the beloved. Because like, do um, you, I, I I was cooking dinner the other night and I was watching an episode of Home Improvement. And it's and it's an episode where Tim and Al and Jill um, do Habitat for Humanity, and they each have their own team of like yeah. celebrities and like Tim's team is full of all these like superstar uh sports people like he's got uh um god I just forgot his name but he's like a boxer um 
And but he's also got John Elway on his team, who was like star quarterback for the Broncos yeah. back in the nineties. And and I just I wondered if that kind of star power and celebrity is still kind of a thing today with with quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. Mahomes, Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers yeah. um, for, for Green Bay. Uh, I, those guys... Oh, sorry. Go I, ahead. And with the exception of Tom Brady, obviously Tom Brady's been that guy for a very long time, um, you know, since 2002. But, like, those three guys, I think, are the star quarterbacks of the NFL. And then you've got guys who are coming up under them, like Josh Allen from the Bills, and I guess now Joe Burrows, even though I don't think he's all that great, but, you know, he made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, my quarterback can't stop throwing interceptions, so I don't, I don't have a lot of great things to say about him right now, even though like I just praised him pretty much earlier for turning our 2019 season around. <laughs> but, um, you know, you've got guys... And Matt Stafford, who won the Super Bowl for the Rams, I thought that was cool because that dude played for the Detroit Lions, who is a miserable team. <laughs> and so he had 12 years of just crappy, devastating loss, you know, never went anywhere. And finally he gets traded to the Rams and he wins a Super Bowl. Like that's phenomenal. Yeah. Those are the stories you want to hear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think this, the stars right now, obviously Brady's, you know, a legend. And then um, of course, if he's retired, retire, like he says he is, then that loses with Rogers who might retire soon. Um, and then Mahomes, who is probably in the middle of his career, but yeah. you know, there's some guys coming up that are going to be pretty exciting to watch. Yeah, like, I, I just, think Josh Allen's pretty exciting to watch. And I just, it may have everything to do with the fact that like entertainment has changed since the '90s. But it's like I've definitely seen Mahomes in things, mostly like commercials and advertisements and stuff like that. But like in the nineties, I feel like I watch more football now than I did in the nineties, but in the nineties, I knew names like Deion Sanders and Emmett Smith right. and, you know, um, John Elway and, and across all sports, you know, Wayne Gretzky yeah. and, you know, like, I mean, Nolan Ryan, I mean, they're like, you could, you, there were superstars. I, I think what's different now is, um, superstars are like TikTok stars now. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sense. Like I'm not belittling sports or TikTok or anything. I'm just thinking like the culture is different. Like we yeah. have more celebrities that may not be global celebrities, but they're big enough to be like, like I can imagine Tim and Jill having a Habitat for Humanity team now. And she's got like Charlie D'Amelio on her team or whatever, you know, or whoever is like, and that's the only TikTok person I know because I heard it in a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> I'd but, never even heard that name before. But I mean, like, I, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, um, Tim would probably have like LeBron James mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes, you know, yeah. two different sports, but those are like the biggest sports icons right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's completely out of left field, which that's a baseball joke. Um, <laughs> Mike and I don't talk about sports, and we promise we won't talk too much more about them in the future. Um, but <laughs> I've always wanted to do, uh, ha always, I've wanted to do a football episode for a while, and the Super Bowl, I feel like, is the best reason to talk about football, because most people can get behind it. So, this was really for me, you know, so thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, uh, even if even if you're not into sports, like, I can still appreciate the, like I said, the pageantry. There's a lot of stuff to appreciate about the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, so much. From the grocery Besides stores, me. to the commercials, to the shows, all of it. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Alright, well, we will be back with another episode soon, in March. We got a lot of great stuff coming, and uh, yeah, we hope you guys stick around. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next time. I don't never know how to end this show. Blue 42!
Boo 42! There you go. <laughs> Later. <laughs>